everyone, you are on the Mark Sports Talk with your host, Mark with a C. And uh, for those keeping track, this is our 173rd episode in 173 consecutive weeks. I've talked to so many people this week, not you people, but other people. Mm-hmm. And I walk around with my shirts on. What's that? I, I just keep saying we're doing 173. In 173 weeks. I hope you guys do the same thing. I hope you guys advertise the show wherever you go. I think that's some more uh, people. Yes, Jerry and I just had lunch with a group of friends today. And we de- he and I definitely advertised it. Not only to come on the um, on the uh, the Zoom, but to, to log on afterwards. Uh, by tomorrow, this show will be on uh, the Internet for everyone to hear. Uh, I got two uh, uh, stories for everyone today. One's a short one, one's a little longer. But um, I want to talk about this last week. Because last week, I don't know if you're having the same problem as me. Or maybe it's just my house. Ants. A-N-T-S. Have you noticed a lot of ants? About no. the- my neighbor. My neighbor had them. No. New York people. Flying we ants. Get- we get them when it rains out here. But like little little ants, you know, like ants that you know that, that do oh, the thing. What, what part of the house? Oh, I had it outside. I had it in in my in my room right here. Um, I've had it downstairs, um, and we vacuum and and sweep up our crumbs. I'm very notorious. Every I I I leave more under the seat than I put in my belly, but. Um, I've noticed a lot of ants. So what we've been doing, besides the spraying, is I've been putting ant traps down. You know, the yeah. traps you buy in the store for, I don't know, five, six, seven dollars. But I kid you not, I put an ant trap down. Where I'm, where I'm sitting right now, uh, here's my screen. And, and beyond my screen is, is a window to outside so I can see the uh, front of my, my house. I have a little ant trap right on the sill over here. I kid you not, I saw an ant crawl into the ant trap and crawl out. Two little holes. There used to be an advertisement on radio or TV about Roach Motel. Ace Hardware sells an eco-friendly spray that is not harmful to you or animals, but it does leave a little smell afterwards, but it's eco-friendly. I got it at Ace Hardware. What's it called? Ant spray. Oh. What? Eco-friend- it's called eco-friendly. If you want, I'm going to go look at the exact right, on the I'll... on the bottle. I'm going to go look at it. What well, well, I use is this Taro Taro and Trap oh, no, Trap. Liquid. Hold on, I'm going to I'm going to go get it, Mark. One minute. You don't have to go. It's okay. But Howie, what do you got? Taro T E R O Taro T E R R O Taro Liquid and Bait. You just put it out. Yeah. You open it up and put it out, and it works. They 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 drink from it, and they take it back to the colony. It really works. I swear, I saw him crawl in, and he crawled out. I don't know. <laughs> it's called Echo Smart, E-C-O-S-M-A-R-T, and spray. Gotcha. And um, it book- does kill him, but they... The re- to really get rid of them, I had to get an exterminator besides this. Okay. 
I just wanted to tell you about that. You know. Roach Motel. Roaches check in, but they don't check out. Mm. <laughs> they leave the light on, Jeff? It is, uh, look, <laughs> I, I wrote this up after I experienced it last day. And I said, you guys have to hear the story. So last Saturday, my, my son, he went to Montauk for the uh, like four or five days last week and the weekend. And of course, we were on cat patrol to feed his cat. He lives in Astoria. So my wife and I went to Astoria last Saturday. And I think he's on 30, 31st Street and 19th Avenue, just by the Con Edison plant, maybe in oh. the area. Yeah, right. Uh, the cat's name was Snicks. <laughs> Snicks, Snickers. After we fed their cat, um of course parking in that area is terrible so we left the car car parked on their street and we and the weather was so nice in new york if you remember last saturday we decided to walk about a mile and go to astoria park nice walk uh i, I this this walk is so nice my walking group did it last year and we'll probably do it in a few weeks too and uh, Stuart is part of the group, and uh, he, he I mean, you like that walk, right? It was a nice walk, right? So we decided to go to the park. We walked around the park, and then we were hungry. It's like lunchtime. So now we walk in, like, let's start to walk back, and maybe we'll see a restaurant. There's so many restaurants, you know, in Astoria, Queens, especially Greek restaurants, and I hate Greek, Greek food. I'm notorious for hating Greek food. <laughs> But sometimes, sometimes you're like you're stuck with a Greek restaurant. So we did, we passed one called Agnanti. And I don't men, I don't mind mentioning their name. They're on Ditmars and Nineteenth. Uh, they advertise as a quaint Greek taverna with patio seating. The place oh, is as small as this room behind me, <laughs> and they have you know, seating outside, and it was nice to, and it was right next to the park, and they have a kitchen the size of my thumb. Mm. <laughs> Before, but we just said, should we eat here, or should we look for someplace else? And I I know I've eaten there before, I never liked it, but my wife likes grief. All right, let's go, let's stay here. Okay. Just the afternoon, after noon, 12 o'clock, they just opened, there were a couple of people sitting outside. Nobody was sitting inside. Of course, we sat outside. Okay. Uh, we looked at the menu. They, they gave us the menu right away. And, of course, they give you water and they gave you bread. Hmm. What should we order? Remember, I hate Greek food. My wife goes and gets a salad with chicken. That's her standard, no matter where she goes. <laughs> salad with chicken. Her only decision was, would it be a small one or a large one? I could not find anything on the menu to my likings. <laughs> Hate the food. So I say, you know what? <laughs> I guess I'll have the same thing as her. No feta, no feta cheese. Hate feta. Yeah. Mm. Give me a salad. I'm with you. 
So the waitress comes over and then she says, Would you like any drinks besides your water? I have American coffee. <laughs> you gotta say American coffee, uh, uh, black, no milk, and give me a sweet and low or whatever you have there. She leaves, didn't take the order yet, just, just taking the, the, the coffee order. My wife didn't want anything. And I uh, was still looking at the menu, and I'm still waiting for my coffee. Mind you, the kitchen is like right next to, if, if my thumb is here, the, the kitchen is like right here. It's like right ne- I'm waiting for the coffee. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And she still hasn't come for the order. And then I said, how about my coffee? And she says, oh, we're brewing it. Okay. Uh, finally, she's still waiting for the coffee. And then they, they, they come over for the order. My wife says, I'll have a mixed salad, uh, no cheese, oil on the side, uh, and chicken within. And the waitress says, no, no, no. <laughs> Which I think what? is a Ringo Starr song. No, no, no. Uh, we don't do that. <laughs> This is like five DC pieces. He says, This is a restaurant, not a cheap place that adds the chicken. (laughs) I said, She says, Why not take a salad and get also get chicken Slovakia with rice and then you can mix it all together? Uh, And we said, No, (laughs) (laughs) on a salad with chicken. No, we don't do that. I said, let me speak to the manager. Sounds like five easy pieces. Oh, the matter. So the manager comes over and he says, yes, sir. I said, I would like a salad with with chicken on top. But we don't do that. The manager, we don't do that. I said, I'll pay for it. I'll pay whatever you charge. We there's, there's no line. We don't know how much to charge for chicken because we don't do that Ugh. so we said just give us the uh plain salads and and that we you know we didn't we didn't get up and leave we just give us the plain salads okay um moving on here small we said small not large finally while we're waiting for the salad and mind you what they can do because they're a little pissed at us and we're pissed at them they probably could pick the greens up with their hands and just throw it on a plate and bring it out. We wouldn't even know. The uh, coffee finally comes out. He comes out. It's a half a cup of coffee. Pinkley <laughs> <laughs> said, black, no milk. They gave me a half a cup of coffee. I was wondering after I finished this cup of coffee. I took a pic. By the way, when they left, I took a picture where the coffee was just in case they questioned it. Because if I ask for a second cup, they better not charge me for a second cup of coffee. In some place, <laughs> do that. Unbelievable. Well, the salads came, and and my and my wife wanted hers with the uh, the everything dry with like, like vinegar on the side. Well, it came soaking wet. <laughs> oh no! Oil and anything all over it. Oh man! Yeah. Waitress, come here. I'm sorry to bother you again <laughs> with a phony smile on my face. Uh, oh, we, she she wants it dry. Okay, sorry. She, she take the salad back. And more than likely what they did was they probably 
washed off the the yeah. oil with like water. They and, drained it, yeah. yeah. Oh man. Plus with vinegar on the side. We just shook our heads and, and we, we didn't know what to do. Uh well I finished that cup of coffee. I needed a refill. And I also needed water. Oh, my God. To get water from these people. There's three people are sitting at tables, mind you, right? And they have two waiters. Well, they, they finally came and gave me more coffee. But they couldn't give me right away. I, I said, where's my... I said, you took my cup for the refill. We're brewing. How many people... How, many, how much brewing? <laughs> you have it. Drink. I guess coffee is not a big seller at Greek well we finished our salads and then they said dessert <laughs> you, no. didn't bak- you didn't have baklava no 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 baklava. no no something good mark you you want to you want more coffee no 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 <laughs> just give us our check huh well, the bill was only $28, which is very good for a, a, a Greek restaurant. But I had two small salads. $28 for two salads? Right. And, then, and coffee. Don't forget the coffee. I think they charged me for the coffee because I think the salads were for, maybe they were $11 or $12. I don't even Sounds know. Like okay. Oh, now, here's my bill, $28. How much should I tip them? Or should I tip them? You should tip them. I feel funny that I, I have to tip them. Uh, we're not very happy. Um, 15%. percent. 15%. 15%. How much tax was in there? How much? I would make a statement to make it 10%. What well, would you give them? Do that. I give them $6. I give them $6. I give them $6. That's too much. But it was about 25 untaxed, right? Yeah. Is the bigger tip of the five dollars bill down and we quickly left left so yeah. i, I want to make a statement here Agnon- yeah. if you ever listen to on the watch talk <laughs> go to episode 173 <laughs> and listen Agnante. i will never go to your restaurant ever again <laughs> <laughs> Is, is their motto, the customer is always right? Apparently not. <laughs> Just the opposite. What does it take to throw three pieces of strips of chicken on a salad and make the customer happy? I don't Off, right. Off, why don't you go on Yelp and do a Yelp restaurant review? Yeah. Yeah, right. So as we, we finally left, we walked one block heading back to my son's, and there was a nice, another nice Greek restaurant on the mm. next corner. That oh. was my next place to go. Well, the next time you're there, story there in Astoria. All right, Gerald, let's get to sports after all this. Uh... Stick to diners. <laughs> yeah, right. Can't go wrong. They're all Greek anyway. You're sponsored. Uh, it's a uh, variety. You're sponsored by ants. Okay, so today I'm going to review the 2019 MLB season. These are what I believe to be the key facts about the 2019 MLB season. For the awards and leaders, I will I will name the National League player followed by the American League player. Key awards. MVP, 
Cody Bellinger, soon to be a New York Yankee, and Mike Trout, <laughs> Rookie of the Year, the great Pete Alonso and Jordan Alvarez, Cy Young, the great, great Jacob deGrom, oh, and no. Justin Verlander, key leaders, batting averages, Kristen Yelich, and over-the-hill Tim Anderson. Mm. <laughs> Home runs, the great Pete Alonso and I'll I'll pronounce the name Jorge Solar, 48. I'm sorry. Let's leave it up. Jorge Solar. RBIs, Anthony Rendon and Jose Abreu. ERA, Hyun Jin Ru, and the great, 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 great Garrett Cole. (laughs) Some interesting highlights of the 2019 MLB season. Chris Davis of the Baltimore Orioles set an MLB record with 54 consecutive hitless at-bats. That's pretty good. Cody Bellinger set the record for most total bases in the March or June period with 97. Cody Bellinger had the most RBIs in MLB history with 37 by May 1st. Trevor Story, who may be over the hill, became the fastest MLB shortstop in history that is 100th home run. He did it. He did so in his 448th game. Jordan Alvarez became the fastest player to have 35 RBIs in his first 30 games. Edward Encarcion recorded his 400th career home run. Joey Gallo of the under 200 batting average group became the first player in history to hit his 100th home run. Before reaching 100 singles, he had 93 singles chosen the batting average. Charlie Blackman, who needs a haircut, set a major league record for most of the four-game series with 15. Steven Strasburg, whose contract, as I mentioned last week, is uninsured, became the fastest pitcher with 1,500 strikeouts, do, doing it in 1,272 in the third innings. Justin Verlander recorded his 3,000th career strikeout. Then he has a very, very, very brief uh, summary of the World Series. The Washington Senators defeated the Astros four games to three. Some composite statistics. Nationals. 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 Very was the Nationals. Nationals. Senators. Correct, correct, correct. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some composite stats. Houston batted 272, the National Senators 241, ERAs, Washington, Houston 429. MVP was Steven Strasburg, who was 2 0 with a 2.51 ERA. And that concludes my uh, report on 2019. Mike, you have any questions? Oh, he's not here. Well, it was interesting. Every single win was on the road in that World Series. Oh, really? Okay. okay. And Steven Strasberg retired today. Oh, really? He did? Really? Well, he retired yeah, actually yeah. about two years ago. He just didn't say it. He got, he got paid those two years, though. <laughs> and, and he's, yeah, with more years to go. <laughs> today. Washington likes paying, paying players who are not playing, witness the, pay, the payouts to Scherzer. Seven years, fifteen million a year. Those deferred payments. I yes. think they're in the fourth year, Washington. 
You guys hear about Otani today? Yes. Yeah, what kind yeah of UCL. That's a whole topic alone. Yeah. All right. Thank you on that. And that was 2019. So how many more weeks you have? Three. Uh, three more weeks, if my math is right, uh, based on my calculus yeah, studies. You'll reach your limits. 2021, 22, and 23. Hey, Milton. Almost yeah. four. Milton, name that tune. Okay, here we go. The year is 1969, uh, performed by two sisters. The song that I'm going to play for you was written by the same uh, songwriters that sang the, uh, Maureen McGovern's The Morning After, but this was the hit song from 1969, and I'm going to play it for you right now. Here we go. Seconds, guys, before you shout out the end. There it is. Love affair that don't end Sunday night. All right, fade it out. One more stanza. Wait. <laughs> A love affair that always ends Sunday night or Monday morning. Big Thank song you. from 1969. Bye. Oh, it's the title. I know the title. You'd be staying will after Sunday, staying, isn't it? Will you be staying, staying after Sunday? Sunday. I know. Uh, Bye. Yeah. Peppermint Rainbow? Peppermint Rainbow it is. A gang, but it's Peppermint Rainbow. How'd you know that? I've not heard the song. I like this. It's a good song. Everyone yeah, sounds I like... picked it up. A rap, rare song. It was, it yeah. was a big hit. Uh, they were from uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Two sisters. <laughs> They sound like spanking our gang. That's what I was thinking. Like. I knew it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, All right. I'm like glad them. you like that. Sunday will never be the same. That was a good song. Yes. Peppermint Rainbow, it is. <laughs> I never heard that song. One hit I don't know where I was. One hit wonder. Sometimes right. I'll go back to the 50s. I listen to, to, I listen to different radio stations. But it was a good, that's a good yeah, song. Yeah. All right. WMCA. Well, then that was nice. Uh, any WFS. Yeah, that was when they started out. Yeah, 68, 67, 68. All so right. WFM. WPLJ. WORFM and WNS back in the 50s and 60s. Before they became a new station. A new station. Alan Freed started on WINS. I will go back to the 50s and early 60s next time. Stan submarine race watching. A little harder. Let's move on back to sports. So, uh, a <laughs> um, couple of beep beeps I found this week. Um, let's see if you know who these people are. Eli, first name, last name is Drinkwitz, D R I N K 
W I T Z. He's the football coach, University of Missouri. Oh my God, that's right. Is that <laughs> Jewish name? Drinkwitz, huh? You mm. had Drinkwitz. Mm. <laughs> and then they found a left handed pitcher for the Angels, Kenny Rosenberg. Really? How's that for a. Uh... Uh, don't tell me it's not Jewish. Bribesman. <laughs> How did you spell the last name, Jeff? Is it B-E-R-G or B-U-R-G? -E no, it's Mark. B-E-R-G. He's probably uh, probably Jewish. And he wrote B-U-R-G yeah, yeah. in German, I think. Could be either. Like Berger Berg could be spelled B-U-R-G or B-E-R-G. Oh, okay. Check him out. He's a lefty pitcher for Angel. Whoever's talking in the background, shh. Quiet that person down. We hear everything. We hear everything. Anyway, this day in sports, August 24th. A lot of good things happen on this day. 1912, Jim Thorpe. You remember Jim Thorpe. And mm -hmm. the other victorious USA Olympians were honored in New York City with a ticket tape parade. 1912, on this day. Uh, in 1918, the Cubs, Chicago Cubs, become the earliest ever to win a pennant. Uh, that year, the season ended September 2nd. But because it's the season ended September 2nd, August 24th, calendar year, it's the earliest ever somebody ever won a pennant back in those days. Uh, yeah, this is interesting. I didn't hear this story. In 1919, having pitched into the ninth inning, Cleveland pitcher Ray Caldwell is flattened by a bolt of lightning. <laughs> gets up and continues pitching and gets the final out and the win for the Indians over the A's. <laughs> <laughs> that that Ray Colwell will be on the sixty day uh, injured list. No <laughs> cheap trainers back then, I guess. He's flattened. He's on the ground. They come over. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> hey, maybe he fell to the floor because he was scared. I I don't know, but <laughs> I'm only reading it as I as I read it. All right. In 1922, the first Philly ever hit for the cycle. Name was Cy Williams. Never heard of the guy. That might have been his only feat. Uh, <laughs> sports. Cy Williams. C.Y. Williams. First yeah. elite ever hit for a cycle. In 1925, the U.S. Open still be was, of course, at Forest Hills. Right. And it had the great Helen Wills Moody. It mm. came for her third straight U.S. singles title. And in 1929... She won her sixth. So from 25 to 29, she won three of the next four. Pretty good. Six U.S. titles in how many years? 22, 23, seven years. When six out of seven years. 1938, this guy was still pitching or was starting to pitch. Virgil Trucks. Hmm. When we were kids, Virgil Trucks, I believe, was towards the end of his career. Yep. Tigers. Athletics. Tigers and athletics. Yankees, too. Was he Yankees? Yankees. Mm -hmm. Tigers. Eight. 
he strikes, but he wasn't in, in the in the major leagues in '38. But in '38, he strikes out 418 <clears throat> batters, the highest ever for anyone in one season of organized ball. Uh, he was in the Alabama Florida League, and uh, 418 strikeouts in a season. Pretty pretty good. Not to remember him even in his later years being a strikeout pitcher. But I think he had two no hitters. I think Virgil Trucks pitched two no hitters in the in the um, That's right. the leagues in 1940. Ted Williams pitches the last two innings of a 12-1 loss to the Tigers. He allows three hits and one run. But Gerald, you knew that, right? Yes. Of course. <laughs> uh, in 1945, Bob Feller of the Indians returns from Rapid Robert, and he comes back. From serving, I don't know how long he was away. Would it be two years? I don't know. He strikes out 12 on his first day back, first game back. Hmm. In 1951, Bob Veck, Bill Veck, Bill Veck. That's Rick. Of the, at that time, he was with the St. Louis Browns, and he holds Grandstand Manager's Day. The coaches held up signs for the fans to vote on strategy option for the Browns. Should we? I think the Mets should do that. I don't understand. Doesn't the other team see what's going on? And the Browns <laughs> won the game five to three over the A's. Stand Manager's Day, nineteen fifty-one. Browns, it didn't matter much, Mark. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Dodgers. Rocher was a coach at that time. He suffers a near fatal allergic reaction to penicillin while in the Polo Grounds clubhouse. Do you guys remember remember that? What year? 50 uh, 62. 62. 62? 62. So you guys had to be uh I was 13. 15, 16 years old. I remember it. Well, he almost said he must died. <laughs> 62. Uh, in 63, pole Volta. I remember this one. Uh, this I remember watching on TV. John Pennell, or Pennell, becomes the first one to pole vault 17 feet. For somehow, I used to watch on TV all the uh, track and field events, indoors and outdoors. I was stuck on that. Uh, in 72, Gordy Howe and Jean Beliveau inducted into, into the uh, Hockey Hall of Fame. 1975, PGA, the Tournament Players Championship, the TPC, Al Guyberger. Remember Al Guyberger? Mm-hmm. Never the sandwiches. <laughs> leads, leads wire to wire to finish three strokes ahead of Dave Stockton. Now, they said Al Guyberger was the first pro to ever shoot a 59 for a round. That's what it said. And I thought he was called the human one iron, but I couldn't find any facts on that. You ever hear anybody called the human one iron? No? No. Okay. What, um, Gerald? So, so all of my research seems to show that Kenny Rosenberg is one of us. And I mm -hmm. sent you a couple of links, Mark, in your t text. All right. <laughs> in Remember the tribe. 79. NFL fans, over six, close to 61,000 of them, 
choose the old Patriots logo over a new one. Do you remember in 79 they changed their logo? The Patriots? When they were the Boston Patriots? Oh, that makes sense. New England Patriots? Well, they choose the old one over the new one. I guess they don't like changes. Uh, in 82, Royals catcher John Watham steals his 31st base en route to a record 36 stolen bases for a catcher. That's- I wonder if that's the, still the all-time record for a catcher in the season. Don't know. Uh, in 83, Pete Rose ends his consecutive games play. He played in 745 games. The streak was ended on today in 83. And in 89 on this day, Pete Rose makes history again. Uh, he's suspended for life for gambling on this day. Oh, that's what happened today. 81, Taiwan captures its 15th Little League World Series title. Remember back in those days, the, the, the Chinese or the Japanese were winning every World Series. Every yeah, because they used to put in older guys, older players, I think. Oh, really? Right? more experienced. Well, like an all-star team, too, I think, for them. Yeah. I don't yeah. They, if, were they the ones that were accused of using overage players? Somebody was at one point. Sounds familiar. Russia, Soviet Union, and hockey in the Olympics. Or in the uh, Olympics. Yeah, but I think yeah, specifically in Little League, some, uh, one country was used was accused of that. Yes, yeah. that's true. I can't remember anymore who it was. Put up to them, and they're just one of one of the many. Uh, in '93, the Padres. How about this one? They score 14 runs in the first inning. Wow! And they, wow. Yeah, they won the game. You thought maybe they lost, right? How about this one? 2004, future eight-time Olympic gold medal Hussein Bolt of Jamaica in Oaks finishes fifth in his 200-meter heat and fails to qualify for the next round. This, of course, mm-hmm. is before he became eight. In 2006, Jerry Rice signs a one-day contract with the 49ers, and he retires. So he came back to them to retire. In 2008, Summer Olympics in Beijing becomes the most watched TV event with nearly 5 billion or 70% of the world's population was watching that Olympics. Uh, In 2018, French Open ban- the French Open tennis banned Serena Williams from wearing her black cat suit, citing disrespect for the game and where you are right now. And that's all I have for today. What happened? Okay, let's move on. Larry, your story. Uh, sports stories by Larry, and you're sponsored by More Ants. <laughs> <laughs> My story this week is entitled Skyrocketing MLB Injuries. Dan uh-huh. Kunte was the medical director of, for the Dodgers and Marlins. More recently, Kunte heads an injury analytics firm and found that MLB injuries have risen a whopping 50% since 1998. Stan points out that pitchers accounted for for the vast majority of all injured list appearances. 
but the number of baseball patients suffering from soft tissue injuries, such as oblique muscle strains, <clears throat> has also increased significantly. MLB and sports medicine has not determined the causes and preventions of these skyrocketing injuries. Here are some of the theories out there that have been cited to explain this. Is it the increased pitching velocities? Is it young players participating too much in off-season ball? Are the athletes overtraining in the off-season? Or is it overdiagnosis and overtreatment? Kunti believes that there may not be a single cause to explain the skyrocketing MLB injuries. I believe that. With the average annual cost of these injuries estimated at over $400 million, along with the loss to team performances, MLB should spend more time on investigating its causes and preventions. That completes my story for this week. Would like to. Jeff, go ahead. You're muted. Muted. Who's talking? Jeff is muted. Ding, ding, ding. Not anymore. Uh, Larry, when, they, when you said that the uh, pitchers or players overtrain in the offseason, what does that mean when the, uh, when you when when you say uh, overtraining, weight training, uh, throwing? Well, it could be uh, weight training, and uh, there's a lot more of that going on now in the last uh, ten or fifteen years than it was earlier. Ajay, yeah, I think guys nowadays, the old days, I guess you you got, went to spring training to get into shape. Now I, I think these guys are ready in shape already before spring training. Yeah, it's probably too much weather. It's either the weight or yeah. whatever they're doing. Yeah, it's all year round. I think they try to stay in shape. Yeah, Lou Pinella was against pitches weight training. He thought it was counterintuitive. Mm -hmm. Anybody else want to say something? Uh, Mike? Gerald. Yeah, I think Gerald's had his hand up, but he's also muted. Okay. Um, okay. I suspect there's some economic explanation uh, associated with this. These players and their agents and trainers and whatever are treating them as capital assets to a much greater degree, I think, in these modern times than 30, 40 years ago. And so they, they try to protect these assets and try to prevent uh, injuries from getting any worse so as to sustain the value, of the capitalized value. Of the uh, of the player skills, and therefore they're quicker to state that they're injured and want to take a day off, you know, go on the IL or that's right off or whatever. That I just makes sense. don't know this. Yeah, it's Paul. Yeah, speculating. Yeah, well, back in the day, there were more uh, vocal backs than they are today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That too. The ball players today are they're built. They're all great, great shape, tall and great shape. Uh, okay, Gerald, you wanted to say something, Danny? As Roger, as, as Roger, Roger suggested, uh, baseball players probably should take two to three months off per year. They used to do that back in the day, and they used to get in shape in spring training. They don't do that. And the other factor is 
I think we all agree that uh, particularly baseball pitchers, uh, the arm is not made to throw overhand and to throw 100 mile an hour fastballs. And the pressure is so great that you can't come into baseball unless you have a 93, 94 mile an hour fastball. And I think uh, therefore there's going to be a certain percentage of pitchers who will be injured all the time. And we've seen it this season, particularly with the Yankees and, and to the Mets to some extent. So that's another problem. Pitchers are, are pushing themselves way beyond the human limit, I think. DeGrom is a good case in point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right, Danny. Now, when the uh, injuries are almost the same throughout, it creates a common denominator. And that goes back to the trainers themselves and what type of uh, uh, training they should allow. And uh, when you talked about Lou, Lou Pinella not wanting much of a weight training, uh, I can tell you, I mean, I'm going back to my high school days when I was on the varsity swimming team. My coach did not allow us to do weight training for swimming. Why? Because the weight training, as opposed to creating longer muscles that a swimmer needs, will create tighter muscles and that's counterproductive to swimming. So there has to be a common denominator in that, and I totally agree with that. Um, so they have to determine what, what the right approach is when the injuries are always the same. So um, they have to determine what, the, what that situation is. Years ago, the ball players they played the season, and then what did they do in the offseason? They had another job. So a ball player yeah. it doesn't have a second job. Right. So the money they're making, they don't need a second job. That's the regular, true, true. regular clothes yeah. belong to gyms. So what do you think these guys do? They go to the gym, they work out constantly. I mean, right. I mean, if you if you look at it, for example, uh, Derek Jeter had a contract. He wasn't allowed to play basketball. Right. So did Aaron Boone. So he went out and he played basketball. Right. As a result of that, Aaron ended up on the Yankees. Right. Yeah. Aaron Boone wound up without a salary. And he was very honest, Jeff. Right. So, I mean, that's how stupid they are. And uh, so, you know, there, there's, there's limitations in the contracts, and uh, the athletes have to be aware of these things. If it's in the contract. Yeah. Um, Roger? Yeah, Mark, yeah, I mean, they're not all like Nolan Ryans who can throw consistently 100 miles an hour all the time. DeGrom, clearly a case not. Most of the pitch- pitchers seem like throwers. They're not really pitching anymore. Right, right. Especially the relievers, they try to throw as hard as they can, for as long as they can. I mean, it's hard. Yeah, it's, it, it, right. Well, it's hard. They're, they're, me, they're being trained at a very young age. Yeah, I mean, they Yeah, the old days, the guys didn't want to come out. Didn't Stalemeyer pitch many years with? He would have had. Tommy John, but there was not, they didn't have that surgery back then. He was pl- pl- pitching, right. uh, you know, a busted up a uh, elbow or whatever. These guys didn't want to come out. You know, they didn't want to lose their jobs. I mean, too. I mean, you're right. It was the, the Yankees always said, "Don't mess with my uh, World Series check." You know, it was, it was, it was yeah. business. They needed that supplement. You know, they weren't getting paid that much before pre free agency. Yeah. And look at these yeah. relievers who come in and and pitch an inning or two, and then they're done for the next two games. You know, they can't. He's not available today. Yeah, yeah. 
threw too hard and too many pitches the day before. Uh, Joe. Yeah, I want to. I mentioned this a few weeks ago. Scherzer and Verlander, well, you know, before they left, the Mets had a conversation one day about the fact that pitchers aren't trained in the minor leagues anymore to be starting pitchers. That is right. to pace themselves. Really? Yep, yep. They just go all out now. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. In the old days. I mean, I remember in the old days, Seaver always left something in reserve for the third time around in the batting order. He could always, you know, he could always notch it up another mile or two if he had to. But these days, they just go all out and throw as hard as they can, and then they come out in the sixth inning. Exactly. Yeah. And then you got an, a DeGrom and a Hotani. Hot yeah. 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 But I never heard about the, the third time around the batting order until the last couple of years. I know. It never was. Yeah. Starting pitches, right. they always kept something in reserve yeah. for the third time around. Right, Gerald, then we'll go on. Joe, Joe, Nolan Ryan, when he was associated with Texas Rangers, Wanted to change that. He wanted minor league players to be trained to uh, pace themselves to, to pitch a full uh, nine innings, but that idea never really uh, took mm. off. And the other thing I want to mention very quickly is that I think submarine pitchers, by virtue of their delivery, there's much less of a strain on their arms and elbows. True. And, I do, and there haven't been many uh, submarine pitchers, but I just wonder – how, how how well a submarine pitcher would endure uh, by pitching uh, uh, as a starting pitcher? How well mm. would they do versus a pitcher that throws overhand? I, I, I don't um, think yeah, yeah. the only one. The only one that I can remember is Ewell Blackwell. Oh, he, yeah. was a he, he was a He lasted a number of years and then his arm gave out. Right. But he was also he was also very tall and thin. You know, which right. is not a great um, a great thing for a starting pitcher to be. Built to do that. So, we can throw overhand. At least we used to be able to overhand. But trying to throw on, you know, submarine, it's a little more difficult. But yet overhand is considered yeah. an unnatural yes. yeah. Uh, yeah. process. Softball. Yeah. yeah, then softball is underhand, yeah, sidearm, yeah. All right, Gerald, one more, and we got to go. Come on. Joe, I just wanted to say this very quickly. The Dodgers uh, uh, generally have been very successful in developing pitchers, and they had, way back when, a profile of a pitcher as far as their stature is concerned, height and weight. And the reason they did they let uh, Pedro Martinez go is they felt somebody who was so lanky could not pitch fastballs <laughs> for, for an extended period of time. They were wrong on that one, though. Well, yeah. He's five nine, one hundred and sixty pounds. Right, yeah. right. Remember the remember the A's in the. I'm trying to think. Was it the seventies? Seventy two through four. Martin, the manager, when they had those guys, the, the five guys. Uh, Eighty one, I think. They pitched all nine innings. They never used relief. Oh, that's Billy Martin. Yeah, he Billy Martin. Yeah. Early eighties. Five of them. They went. They went the full nine innings. Win or lose. And they, all, and they all had sore arms right. in short <laughs> careers. So that wasn't the way to go. No, that was the other extreme. Let's, I guess he didn't uh, have a good bullpen, so he's, he's let the starters. Yeah. But yeah. The, yeah. I, you don't have a bullpen, you have no choice. McCaddy. Someone's going in and out. McCaddy, right. Who else? Anyone remember the names? Oh, God. Brian Kingman, I think, was one. Yeah, yeah Kingman. Three. 
Oh, we can figure them out later. All right, Mets Moments by Joe. Oh, okay. By the way, you're sponsored by Traffic Circles. You have Traffic Circles there, right? In Jersey? Yeah, hey, yeah we do. Roundabouts. Motorists, roundabouts. That's also a song by Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. not, that, not that Milk would ever play it. Different kind of roundabout, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so... There was an interesting article online about a week ago about some of the things the Mets did wrong in trying to, you know, get from point A to point B after uh, Cohen took over from uh, the Wilpons. They're trying to build a farm system and compete at the same time. Um, I guess it kind of worked last year and then fell apart this year. So they did a lot of free agent signings, um, short term and a lot of trades. And they held on to a lot of their supposed blue chip prospects, and that that uh, that didn't work. Plus, they're not even playing the prospects. Right. They didn't even bring them up. So I don't know. And then they uh, then they also had a misplaced faith in older players. I'm looking at you, uh, I guess Scherzer and Verlander. And then they. Um, and then there's another feeling in this uh, in this piece that I read that um, because Cohen has so much money that uh, some of the other owners don't want to trade with him. I don't know. I don't That's know how much to it. make out of that. Maybe yes, maybe no. Also, a lot of short-term contracts. Um, so they signed Bassett and Walker to very short-term contracts. Couldn't replace them this year. Certainly didn't work out. And then I guess uh, one thing I want to say is thank you, Aaron Judge. Last night, he kept the Mets out of the mm-hmm. cellar, but he didn't have enough home oh. runs today. And the Yankees lost, and now the Mets and the Nationals are tied officially oh, no. for the cellar <laughs> in the American the National League. So oh. this is the this you know you have a team with a very small payroll and a team with by far the highest payroll. It's nuts. And the final thing I want to talk about is Alonzo. All the trade rumors that are floating around, and I just uh, you know first it was the Brewers, and then. Right. Also with the Cubs, I don't right. get it. I just don't get it. How do you replace a guy? You just can't replace a guy with that kind of power. Green. They give up. If they give up on him, I don't know. I'm going to walk. I say that, but I never have, and I won't. <laughs> How do you trade him? I will get pretty angry. How you and, st- and, I, and I think it's and I think it's probably fifty fifty. Wow. I don't. And I don't. And I don't. I don't wow. know. And I think they're absolutely nuts if they don't if they don't uh, re up him. I agree. Something going on. In the I mean, corner. what? Is, I don't know. I mean, there's a they have a lot of holes in the lineup. Now they'll have nothing. They'll have Lindor and nothing else. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what to say. I hope they don't. Okay. Anyway, uh, that's my Mets moment. Uh, report. Anybody want? No. No. All right. Thank you on that one, Joe. We'll go on to uh, New York Giants stuff by Fred. All right. By phone well, charges. Say, phone well, <laughs> charges, okay. Well, this week, uh, Giants play the Jets in their annual preseason game, and the focus probably will be on Aaron Rodgers, the Jets, see how, see how long he plays. But as far as the Giants aspect of it, last week Daniel Jones played one series, and was really good, eight of nine, and the, the one incompletion was a drop by by Walla. They looked really sharp, very effective, and and then when the other, second round um, 
second string quarterback came in. Uh, Taylor made a very nice throw to Jalen Hyatt, who is who's going to be a very good player. He's a third round draft pick. Giants really, really got him in a steal. He, he's he was the best wide receiver in college football last year. Scored five touchdowns against Alabama. The knock on him was that he was only because of his speed, but he seems to be proving that wrong and be able to run routes, and he's going to be very good. And what was very good with Dable had that that game, the play before, the very play before, he dropped a very catchable pass, and they came right back with him and, and, he, and he caught a nice 33-yard touchdown pass. The Giants, this, Giants have a lot of potentially really good rookies this year. They're, they're going to be starting, looks like, two rookies at cornerback, at the outside on, on outside cornerback, on the, and moving Jackson to the slot. They're very high on Banks and Hawkins. Well, Hawkins was a sixth-round draft choice, who was really developed. And they're gonna, the rookie Schmitz, uh, Schmitz is going to start at um, center. And, and then he had some lower-round draft choices. They're very high on it. A guy named Jordan Riley is going to be part of the defensive rotation, defensive tackle, and if if all these guys come come through together, and I I think they will. I think the their wide receivers are very very good. I think they're going to have a very good year. Right. So, see the first the tough opening game against Dallas on on, on September tenth, but uh, I think they'll be good. And that's it. Okay. Anybody want to comment on on that story? Oh, Joe, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to say in general about, uh, you know, you need receivers that don't necessarily have burning speed, but know how to right. run routes. Right. They have a mix they're, with that. They're go-to possession guys, and you need them. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like the old days, you had um, yeah. Steve Lodge, and, not in the Giants, but in, just right. in general, Steve Lodge was like that. Um, Sterling Shepard is like that to some extent, and hopefully he can be, can, you know, contribute after he's had two years of uh, injuries. But uh, and the guy and, that the uh, and the guy that the Jets had, I can't remember his name from Hofstra. Oh, oh Wayne Corbett. Wayne Corbett, yeah, he was like that. Yeah, you yeah. do. You need the guys who, who be have like third and eight and can, can run around, yeah. and get you nine yards. You guys always, remember Fred Bolitnikov from the Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. That always used to – still gets my goal. You, you have like a third and eight situation, and you throw the ball seven yards. <laughs> yeah? Mm -hmm. Brady made a career of it. And he was, was a hook pattern. He came in too far. Yeah. Right. Button hook. They used to call it a button hook, right? <laughs> I um, think Bolitnikov was blind in one eye, if I remember correctly. Uh, no, you're thinking of uh, Fred Arbanus. I was yeah. oh, who was a tight end with Kansas City. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, the Jets was blind. Fred Arbanus, right? Fred now, what about one of the Jet receivers? Though? What the hell was his name? He was blind on one eye. Yeah, was one of their uh, receivers. Oh, Wesley was. Walker. Wesley Walker, right? Wesley really? Walker. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Homer Jones. Was he blind on one eye? Yeah. No, he was just fast. No. Just, Homer Jones is one of the first fast. really, really fast. <laughs> you, 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 you know what Homer Jones' claim to fame was? He, he caught the first touchdown. He, he scored the first touchdown in the first game on Monday Night Football ever. Mm. Oh. There you go. 
All right, let's move on. Uh, Howie, West Coast Report, sponsored by Jackhammers. Oh, good. <laughs> well, the 49ers announced this week that Sam Donald would be their number two quarterback. Really? Yeah, and so that makes Trey Lance their number three quarterback. There's a there's another guy on the, the roster. I think his last name's Allen. But Trey Lance, I don't think they're going to keep him. I think he's getting paid over nine million a year. So that's pretty expensive for a court, number three quarterback. But before I go to the to the fact that teams that may they may trade him to, if it wasn't for Brock Purdy. Uh, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch would be on the hot seat right now because what they gave up to get Trey Lance, they traded three first-round draft picks along with a 2022 third-round pick to the Dolphins to move up and got Lance. They passed up on Justin Fields, who was from Ohio State, was drafted 11th by the Bears. And two-time national championship, Mac Jones, who I thought they were going to pick, uh, he was number 15th overall by the Patriots. Uh, he came out of Alabama. So instead, they 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 uh, they trade for Lance. And he, he had one year of experience. And what, if you look back and see what the Dolphins did with those draft picks, they used those draft picks to get Jalen Waddell, Tyree Kill, and running back Bradley Chubb. So, you know, again, if it wasn't for Brock Purdy, the Niners would be really looking bad. But uh, the teams that could possibly, they're mentioning the teams that could possibly uh, trade him to, uh, the Falcons is one of them. They have a, a young quarterback, Desmond Ritter. Uh, the Dolphins to back up Tua when he gets his next concussion. Uh-huh. That would be ironic. Trade him to the Dolphins, who they got the draft picks from. The Vikings, uh, Kirk Cousins, 35, in his last year of his contract, so they may look to get him. The Rams, again, same reason. Matthew Stafford's 35, and he's getting one too many concussions. Yeah. And uh, what was it? Uh, Tampa Bay, who I think they just announced that uh, Baker Mayfield's their starting quarterback. Right. Uh, they may they may go after uh, Trey Lance, who again, uh, in the game that I saw where uh, him and uh, Donald played, he played pretty well. But apparently in camp, uh, they prefer Donald over Lance. So that's a lot of expense to give up for a guy who you're going to let go probably in the next uh, week or so. Mm-hmm. Time will tell. Thank yeah. you. Roger. Roger. you mute. Mute. Sorry. Clearly, they saw something. I mean, you know, we didn't have a lot of experience. The potential was there to give up all that. So he hasn't even played a lot, right? I mean, he doesn't have a lot of real game no. action, really. You know, so it's I mean, so Don- evaluate everything. 
I know. Uh, I think what they saw in him was another Colin Kaepernick type, or what's his name? Uh, they saw like a Jalen Hurts type. But you're right, Roger. He's hardly played anything. But apparently in camp, uh, Donald impressed them more so than uh, Lance. And that was that must be a hard decision to make. Yeah, Donald, given what they gave up for him. Yeah, Donald's more of a pocket guy. I mean, obviously Lance can scramble more and, you know, maybe do, do more like a Mahomes kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think they've really given him – again, I'm not on training camp. I don't know what's going on. Is is he not cerebral enough? You know, is he smart like Peyton Manning and picks up things quick? I, I, I don't know. Donald was, one year, was a one-year deal. Wasn't Donald a one-year deal pickup or a two-year deal? I'm not sure. I don't know. But uh, there's nothing else that's coming out of the camp. Uh, the next thing is, is now these trade rumors, which make sense for the teams that need, need a, another young quarterback. But uh, the whole, like I said, if it wasn't for Brock Purdy getting into the championship game, Shanahan and Lynch would really be on the hot seat. And, you know, guys get hurt. Quarterbacks get hurt. So it's, you know, I wouldn't give them up so quick, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. I know. You see how much money he's getting paid to be a third quarterback? That's right. The... All right. How much is guaranteed out of the nine million? I'm in. Then we'll move on. No. Fred? Yeah, I, I just realized something. I want to add one more thing with the Giants. The Giants today made a trade where they got Isaiah Simmons, who I think at one time was like the fifth overall pick or the eighth pick for the Arizona Cardinals several years ago. All they gave up was a seventh-round draft choice for this guy. This guy was so highly touted out of college at Clemson, like one of the greatest players, hybrid linebacker, safety. His stock really must fall. And I mean, I don't know. Like, I haven't seen him play that much, but the he must have done something that displeased the Cardinals when they wanted to get rid of him only for a, for a seventh-round draft pick. What he does with Cardinals are a bogey-gone franchise these days. Oh, yeah. I can tell you. No, I mean they got they got really close, and then everything seems to have fallen apart. Yeah, yeah. I, I let the wrong franchise quarterback. <laughs> let's move on to uh, Mike from Virginia and DC reports, sponsored by Tensor Lights. And I know you guys were waiting to hear this. Uh, that guy Waltham, the catcher, he does hold the one-year record. He does, still does. Yeah. Oh, he does not hold the all-time record for steals for a catcher. That's held by Jason Kendall. Oh, yeah. Pirates. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, things kind of float along in D.C. There's not uh, headline news so much, but there are some things happening. Uh, the Commanders uh, played the Ravens last week. It was on national TV. Many of you may have seen that one. Uh, I watched most of the first half. They looked decent. Sam Howell did a decent job at quarterback. Uh, the offensive line was facing the uh, scrubs for Baltimore. And uh, uh, the color announcer there, uh, the, the ex-UCLA quarterback, was doing that. He, uh, he pointed out they're going to face a lot better defensive lines than this. And they are the question mark for this team. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, what uh, what what happens? The bad news coming out of that game was that Terry McLaurin hurt his toe, had to leave the game. Uh, they say he has a sprained toe, and uh, they're 
hoping to get them back by the opener. There's no fracture, but this is the kind of injury supposedly that can recur. Aaron Judge. So we may, yeah, so we may see McLaurin in and out of the lineup as the uh, season goes. So turning to baseball, um, well, the, the Washington, the big news, I guess, was that they re-signed the manager, Davey Martinez, for another couple of years. Uh, so that sets that position, you could say. Uh, they have not signed their general manager, but supposedly are in negotiation with him. Um, and uh, it looks like probably stability for the next couple of years in terms of the uh, GM and manager, but not so much stability yet in the ownership. We still don't know whether uh, the team will be sold or whether the team will be maintained by existing management uh, ownership. Uh, that remains to be seen. So the only other thing I will report to you is on their prospect. The guy they drafted with the number two draft choice, uh, Cruz, Dylan Cruz. So you might be wondering, well, how's he doing? They, they gave him a big contract. They paid over position uh, uh, amount. And uh, so they started him at single A, but then they moved him up to high A, and then they moved him up to double A. Uh, this only occurred yesterday. He played his first game yesterday in double A. So how's he doing? Well, he has 26 hits and 70 at bats, and that comes to an average of 371. That's so pretty good. 70 at bats. Admittedly, this is not a true test. He has five home runs, 25 RBIs. But before you think that he's some kind of Superman, <laughs> he has two stolen bases, but he has five caught stealings mm. so far. So my advice to him is run less. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's basically uh, my report for this week. And, and what about that game last week? They they stopped the uh, the Ravens' twenty four game preseason streak. That's true. A strange little uh, streak they have there. Um, Fred, you just want to comment to Mike. You know, just in seeing the Nationals the last few days and following them, it seems like they they made the trade when they traded Soto. Some of the plays they gotten back are really good. The guy ate. Abrams was, was yeah. back. And in the, in the Yankee game today, the Yankees announcers were saying that they talked to some of the Nationals announcers and that Abrams has really improved his fielding. And, of course, in another home run today. And then, of course, a Mackenzie Gore and a couple other plays. That seems like a pretty good trade for them. I guess so. Mackenzie Gore was supposedly the star uh, guy that they got coming out of the uh, Padre organization. And he has not been all that great. They get much better with uh, Josiah Gray, whom they got for the right. Draft. That's another guy. Yeah, that guy. That guy has done well. well. Gore gave up the grand slam, I think, to uh, to Judge, wasn't it? Hey, any reports on the guy that got hurt yesterday from the Nationals? Uh, yeah. Which guy? Yeah, on, on, on the Yankee game, they said he just has a broken fibula, but no ligament damage. Well, that's good. Who's that? Stone Garrett. Yeah, that's right. He, he, he caught, got himself in the wall or hit the wall. Yeah. Like that. I didn't see it. Okay. Jeff, you got a comment? Yeah, uh, just a question. Uh, with, the, with Baltimore having such close proximity to D.C. area, is there a rivalry maybe between the any of the Washington teams and the Baltimore teams? or 
Well, I, I see what you're It doesn't seem like, I mean, they, they don't play very often um, in, in, in any league. So it doesn't seem like there's a, a white hot rivalry there. I'd say the greatest rivalry is in this dispute over the TV arrangement mm. in which the Orioles control the, the, uh, the, the company that telecast both teams games and decides pretty much decides how much money they're going to give Washington and how much money they're going to keep. And that has resulted in court suits and arbitrations and all kinds of stuff. And it continues to this day. But they did settle. They did settle for some of the early years uh, between the Bolt, uh, Baltimore and the, and the Nationals. Well, the early years, what what years are those? I mean, when they when they first came when they first came to uh, to Washington, there were some of the some of those year earlier years were settled in the were settled between the two of them. It's the later years that it's it's still up in the air. But there's a lot of later years. We're not we're not talking like about one or two years. We're talking about five or six, I think. Yeah, it was about five or six years in the early going. Well, that no, but well, okay. There's there's still many years in dispute. Absolutely, continually. Okay. You wanted to say something, Joe? Um, just that you know the Nationals they started off really really badly this year and they gotten themselves together. Yeah. You know, a team they had to tear themselves down because they had to uh, they had to cut payroll. You know, and so uh, Martinez has done a good job, and I think Rizzo as well. He'll probably get the extension. He probably deserves it. Yeah, yeah. I, that, I, I agree with all that. You know, their, their payroll is misleading. They actually have a payroll of somewhere in the $90 million range, maybe 90-something million. But Stephen Strasburg is $34 million of that. Mm-hmm. And um, Corbin is another $25 million or somewhere in that That's range. That's right. He's so, pitching better this year, though. What's that? He's pitching better. Uh, I mean, he had nowhere really. to go but up. But he by recent standards, you're right. He is pitching better, but he's not exactly a guy that you uh, uh, want to rely on. You can't count on him, <laughs> that's for sure. Right. So, I mean, that's that's half their payroll right there. Strasburg retires officially. He's still going to get paid his contract? I think so. It's guaranteed. No way. All baseball contracts are guaranteed, I believe. Must be some season. Even if you quit? Even if you quit? Well, not, maybe not if you quit. I don't know how this is. He might know. have come to some kind of agreement with I would, them. Oh, right. Yeah. All right, Gerald, then we move on. As, as I mentioned, Mike, a couple weeks ago, the Strasbourg contract uh, unbelievably has been uninsured completely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, many for many years. Well, one more point. Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's interesting that the Nationals are hitting at an average of 260. Yeah, way above the the overall the overall average. It's really remarkable. Yeah, yeah but but we talked about that last week, right? They yeah, also had the fewest home runs of any team. Yeah. The they did of any team in the National League. Okay, good. Thank you for that uh, report. Always good to hear your report there. And I want to go to Danny right now, because Danny, our soccer, our soccer head, what do you call it, soccer person, you want to talk about the, the World Cup that was completed last week. Well, it was an interesting process. The final kiss. I feel the head of the Spanish uh, Football Association. You're just not allowed to kiss the girls unless they kiss <laughs> you back, I guess. You know. What's uh, where you kiss them? <laughs> but um, it, 
it was an interesting contest. I saw some of the games here and there. Uh, I was really impressed uh, the way they played. Uh, defensively, uh, offensively, and in, in, in general, it was a very interesting uh, thing. And it had, a, it had a great draw. They did great internationally in the television ratings. And... Um, and, and and really was uh, it created it, it increased its popularity, which is uh, really good, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, here in the states, I don't know in the other countries, uh, there's a lot of teams around, but you don't hear much about them or what they what they do, and how they do, where the teams are. You can't even name the name of any of the teams, but it would be great if they uh, if they start uh, uh, publicizing it a little bit. So uh, so that's just. Just remember, you can't kiss the girls on the lips. <laughs> he had to resign, I think. <laughs> Unless, what happens if, if the head would have been a girl of the football association? Or maybe the girl kissed him back. I don't know. You don't know. I noticed. Okay, so. Uh, yeah. Kane Beeks uh-huh. won nothing. And uh, I'm glad it didn't end on, on penalty kicks. I, I, that's my. Yeah, well, Spain stopped the penalty the kick. The States lost. She even missed the penalty kick. They won. Stop the penalty kick. I was up in one-one. But you know what? The next day. No, no, no. It was the Spanish penalty kick. It would have been two nothing. Oh, right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there was one statistic I read in the paper that that impressed me, which was that eighty percent of the passes of the Spanish girls' team were completed. That seems to me a very high percentage, judging from what when I've watched other pro games. Yeah, but there were a lot of short, short passes also, as opposed to the the, the long game. Yeah. yeah. The next day, the next day, I get the daily news and Newsday every day to my door. I open the Newsday, uh, the daily news, and there's no mention, no highlight um, mention about the the World Cup that Spain beat England on the back page. Mm. Will turn to the front cover, nothing on the front cover. You had to turn pages to see the story. Newsday had a little on the bottom of the back sports page, Spain on top of the world. That was right. it. Look at no respect. Yeah. Because it's not the United States. Well, the daily daily news is really cut back on the sports reports. That's why you see, if you look at the daily news, you see a lot of stories from the Associated Press. And and, and look look through the regular season. The daily news never covered the New York Rangers or any hockey team locally. Uh, Sports is negligible. Isn't this uh, coming weekend the... uh, the game of Inter Miami with Messi playing at uh, at MetLife Stadium. Yeah, you know that those tickets for that game, uh, when the first started, were like thirty nine dollars a ticket, and now you can't. Yeah. When that when the Messi was signed by Inter Miami, the prices went up to two hundred and fifty dollars a ticket. Really, mm-hmm. the cheapest. Lost, he sold out. I started playing for them, and they were a losing team. <laughs> They have won every single game that he's played in. Truly, there must be something magical about that guy. Joe? Yeah, I just wanted to comment on Fred's comment. The Times is disbanding its whole sports desk. Right. They're going to have, they bought the athletics, so everything's going to be online through the athletics. Right. Uh, We look at uh, the Spain star, Olga Carmona. 
mm-hmm. uh, who scored the goal in that championship game, learned after the game her father died. Right. They didn't, mm. Before, they didn't tell her during. They all knew. Uh, the officials knew, but they didn't say anything until after. And, and that's the story on that. Right. So let's talk about – oh, you want to go on, Jeff? You want to say no, something? Yeah. Was there ever a fat soccer player? Pardon me? Was there ever a fat soccer player? Kind of hard to play soccer. Back, he said. Maradona became fat after he retired. No, no, I would talk. Daryl, I have something on Steven Strasburg. Steven Strasburg is retiring from baseball per source because he is retiring for medical reasons. The source said the remainder of his contract will be paid. Oh, Jesus. And he has to, like a medical, he was required to retire. Good for him. All right, let's start talking about the Shohei Otani. He's not getting $500 million now. No. 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 He's not getting that now. No, he's going to wind up a lot more. Him. What do you think he's worth then? He's still getting the MVP, though. Well, forget yeah. it. Well, nothing wrong with how he did this year until now. But the question is, Will they now continue to pitch him? Or I mean, if he's got another Tommy John, this is what? No, they're not. They're not, they're he's not, he, he, he's not pitching for the rest of the year. Yeah, and he may not even hit the rest of the year. That. Yeah, but I mean, for in the future, will he pitch? I mean, because this is the second Tommy John, yeah. and this proves you know what he's been doing is unbelievable. But I guess it can't be done. It's too much wear and tear. Did, did I see own. something too that, they, that they're putting Mike Trout back on the DL? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. He's really? grounded to the end of the season. I heard he, he Pro- came back. Yes- he came back yesterday, right? And then he that right. franchise is snake bit. You think about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. They, well, they have been from 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 a pitcher years ago, in a, you know, dying in an automobile accident, and after a game, they, they, you're right that to. Uh, Lyman Bostek, they are. I think well, you're right. Shot. I think they are, yeah. are snake bit. And one guy killing him. That's going to wind up with the Phillies. Right, Donnie Moore. Right. Donnie Moore. Right. Donnie Moore, another one. You <laughs> <laughs> make a list. Yes. Hey, so, what are you going to do with this guy? Is he going to be a hitter or a DH and maybe a closer? Well, he'll lose a war, though. He'll probably be a DH because he plays the outfield. They don't want him to throw. He can't, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so what is he? What is he worth? What is he worth? Like I said, Cody Bellinger's worth a lot more money now. <laughs> yeah, he'll be the highest price free agent, I think. He's had Tommy John twice. He's going to get his third time, Tommy John. What? Who's had Tommy John twice? I thought oh, once. Oh, Tommy once. No, once. But he had once. Just like the Grom. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, very interesting. What what's going to happen now? Is uh, Stevie going to try to go after him? I don't know. I th- I still think he's going to resign with the Angels. That's the most likely outcome. I think. Why? I because th- he'll stay on the West Coast. That's well, why. Coast. he'll stay on the West Coast, and I think Moreno's going to make him the best. Yeah, back <laughs> at least the guy can hit the thirty home runs a year, thirty five home runs a year. But he, he, the only thing is, he's losing his allure as a two-way player. Right, right. Yeah, right. he's he, 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 he was going to get maybe by right. half. Right, his his uniqueness yeah. and his 
you know, good. He was going to get a contract as a pitcher and a contract as a hitter. Put them together. It's a, the greatest contract ever for a player. Right. Right. Now we, now there's a question mark on the arm. Yep. Yeah, they won't. Teams won't touch him. Uh, right. like, you know, I want the Giants to go after him. But now, just to sign him as a hitter, not as yeah. a pitcher. Yeah. Look what happened to Carlos Correa. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Well, it'd be very interesting to see what's going to happen. Uh, if he's going to opt for the surgery. If he opts for the surgery, then the season's done. Yeah. Wait for the end. If he opts for the surgery, that means he, 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 he's he out. can't play at all. He can't hit, right? No. no. I, think no. I, think, I think he hit yeah. after after his first Tommy John surgery. He, yeah, he, he came back. That's horrible. Sorry, Jeff? What? I think he did pretty bad when he came back too soon. Okay. okay. Yeah. He yeah. tried to rush himself back and came yeah. back too soon. So they, now he has the surgery. He's not playing next year at all. Right. At yeah. all. At all. Yeah. Right. yeah. right. So, but someone's going to sign him and not play him. I mean, you think right. they could think well, yeah, he's the the I mean, isn't his injury the same one that Purdy had with the 49ers? And he did not have Tommy John surgery, right? They found some other surgical technique that allowed him to come back in a shorter time period. Yeah. So, isn't that? Yeah, but it's. It it doesn't look the same throwing a fastball versus well no but it's mean, not the same motion. Pitcher, sure. It's, it's a wear and tear on Otani is much worse. Yeah. But Purdy's more susceptible to getting hit though. Yeah. 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 Very interested to see how this materializes down the line. Commercial yeah. conversation. All right, let's move on. Uh we hear more stuff. In the coming weeks, we'll, of course, we'll talk about it. Uh, good to see the Yankees broke their nine-game losing streak. Only to restart it. They lost nine in a row, and the last time they lost nine in a row was 1995. Right. Aaron Judge was three years old. <laughs> who was the Yankees manager. Aaron oh. Boone had not made his major league debut yet. Right. This was uh, a dollar twelve, and Clinton was the president. Right, right. I thought that was very interesting. <laughs> My God, and um, I was I was happy to hear. Now, how you're in the West Coast there? That they 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 last weekend uh, the the teams the baseball teams out there uh, they canceled Sunday's games and did right. on Saturday. To head of storm, yeah, because of the storm, right? So they they fight double headers. It was a good decision. Yeah, I guess I guess I don't I don't know. I I mean, and yeah. as it turned out, it it would have been rained out anyway. It looked like mm -hmm. we would have had rain, but nothing. But, 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 I, did, I did notice though that that the Chargers played an exhibition game Sunday night though. Well, they're indoors. No, that so far indoors. The stadium, yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't it's know kind of just the side. Oh, they, oh they, I didn't uh, realize that. Sorry, I, mean, I didn't realize yeah, that. It's, it's a it's just the sides, and oh. I think I don't know if Jay can open or close it, I'm not sure. Oh, but oh I didn't know. And I didn't realize it said Southern California's first tropical storm oh, wow. 84 years. 
Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How is that possible? Because the weather conditions, things are changing. Weather doesn't come up from the Gulf too often there. Yeah. Usually just the Gulf of Mexico, Mexico, not the Gulf of California. We never used to get tornadoes. Oh, yeah. California doesn't get hurricanes. It's, it's like every, it's like anything else. All of a sudden, now we get we get like Danny said, tornadoes in New Jersey. Right. I mean, right, it's, right. You, you never when you, when you were growing up, you, you never heard about a tornado in exactly. Yeah. Everything's changed. Yeah, uh, so climate change. it's crazy. No climate change, guys. Climate change. Right? Nope. Nope. I'm the first team to win 80 games and now have 82 for those keeping track. And it looks like Oakland is not going to uh, beat the Mets record as far as. Uh, yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. Six with a, with a whole month and a, and a week to go to pass. Yeah. Unless they do three and uh, 40 for the next uh, month. Or so. <laughs> I say something about going to happen likely. Um, yeah, not well, likely. I said something about Oakland, which I found very unusual this week. There was a guy I never heard of this guy. His name is his last name is Geloff, G E L O F. He's hit nine home runs in thirty-two games, and they said that was a record going back to the A's, going back to Oak, you know, Oakland, Philadelphia. The fastest player in their history to hit nine home runs in thirty-two games. I said to my mm. son, "Is that right? I mean, you got guys like." Jimmy Fox, Reggie Jackson, Jackson and his and his some guy. You know, I don't know who this guy is. I never heard of him. <laughs> but uh, oh. yeah, Howie. Uh, that reminded me. Uh, remember MVP uh, shortstop Miguel Tejada? Yeah. 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 Well, he's been arrested yeah, yeah. for passing bad, large bad checks and. Where is he? Dominican Republic, I think. I'm not sure. Really? Uh, yes. I don't know if he was sentenced or just arrested. It's big trouble. And he was busted for PEDs also. Money. Yeah. What? Another one who's career. He was busted for PEDs. Yeah. 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 And yeah the Franco story. Um, he's yeah. uh, he's on leave. He's getting paid on his leave. And. Uh, I guess you're you're uh, innocent until proven guilty. Guilty. Oh, he no. didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. But uh, did you hear about Julio Rodriguez? What what he did? First of all, do you guys remember oh, yeah. a few months ago? I told you I had a Julio Rodriguez card. Yeah. Rookie right. that my son wanted to sell for two thousand dollars. He had a fantastic rookie year. Take it. He put it on the on the on the eBay, and no one bought it at two thousand dollars. So let's bring the price down, <laughs> and no one bid it. And then he got off to a terrible start, um, and the, he kept going down, down, down. He was having a terrible year. Uh, so my son says, I, "I found someone who wants to buy the car for card for four hundred dollars. Should we do it?" And I figured this guy's going to have a terrible year, right? So I got my share. I got my $200 here. <laughs> my son, the other $200. We sold the card. And then the next week, he goes on this tremendous tear of 17 hits in four games. Picks a 1925 record from a guy named Milt Stock of the Brooklyn Robins with the Dodgers. And... Mm. So I guess we jumped the gun too soon. 
<laughs> Leo Rodriguez. He's going to be a good one as the years go on. Any you guys watch the uh, Sunday night baseball last weekend? The Phils and the Nats playing in Williamsburg, uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh. Yankees going to Yankees going to play next year in that game. But the Tigers, yeah. So that's a fun game. It's a regular field they play on. I thought they played on a little league field. No, that would never happen. <laughs> no, I got to put no. it on. <laughs> there. And the game is kind of kind of boring. The Nats scored four runs in the first, mm-hmm. and I think they won the game 4-3. Yeah. So it was a little boring game, but I guess it's fun for the uh, the players involved, right? The, the, um, the kids. The kids. And uh, you heard what Pete Alonso did. With uh, oh yeah, ball into the ball. Yeah, this kid looks Mason, 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 win. M A S N, Mason, win. Right. Had an infield hit, and and uh, Alonzo thought they were throwing the ball yeah. out of play, and he threw the ball into the stands, and it was the kid's first uh, major league hit. Right. And, uh, it took place in uh, St. Louis, and the home fans. Were booing oh, him the rest of the season. Uh, he was embarrassed. He would apologize. Of course, they retrieved the ball and they gave it back. Yeah. Uh, and Pete sent them an autographed bat and a bottle of wine from 1942. Bottle of tequila. That was tequila. Tequila, not tequila. wine. Tequila. Tequila. Wow. But the kid looks good. Did you see the guy play? This guy win? He has a cannon of an arm and it's a shortstop. Yes. Yeah, so- he is the future. <laughs> Like Dunstan. Um, okay. Oh, Sean Dunstan, yeah. And and you heard about the, the Gunnar Henderson story. He's, no. He's the, what does he play? Second base, third base? Plays all around. He's all, all around. For the, the Orioles. Uh, yeah. He was a single shy of the cycle last weekend. Hmm. And he hit a ball down in the corner. Yeah, he's a single. Oh, I did hear about it. Yeah, the game, and he ran for a double, <laughs> and every and the team was way ahead, and they said, "Stay at first, stay at first, stay at first, get your cycle." And of course, instinctively, he went and got his double. But uh, he's going to be a superstar, I, I think. Years on, and Connor Henderson looks like the real deal. Um, um, Orioles got a few of those guys. Could, yeah, yeah, no. No, yeah. you didn't you? What do you got? A catcher. Right. No. Yeah, I just wanted to say, speaking of Cardinal shortstops, Paul DeJong, the young, yes, he, he was uh, he was waived by uh, Toronto. By Toronto. Toronto. DFA'd, yeah. He came and up, he, he was a pretty good ball player. He hit a lot of home runs. I he remember he, 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 used to kill, he used to kill the Mets. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. 2019, he hit like 30-odd homers for the Cardinals yeah. or something. Yeah. Didn't yeah. hit much for average. But literally, he won a, one of the games for the Giants this week. Yeah. The home run and all. Good yes, pickup. The Giants are, are yeah. picking up, are throwing anybody. They're yeah. picking up anyone uh-huh. from the minors and any anyone, and they're hanging in there. Now, what happened to Brandon Crawford that they put him on the, on the uh, injured list? He, I forget what is wrong with him, but it's, I'm I'm getting mixed up with between the players. Uh, but, yeah. uh, I think his arm is tired. Hmm. They were playing him for a while, almost every day after their rookie 
Schmidt yeah. kind of flamed out and all, and mm. Thyro Estrada was injured. Right. So uh, I think it's a, probably a tired arm. I mean, this is, this is probably it for Brandon, 36. Yeah. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah, what happened with Doval? What's wrong with him? Oh, the, the uh, relief pitcher? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was reading about that. They, he wasn't – he was uh, – just throwing the fastball, he wasn't. He's got a great slider, and apparently he wasn't throwing the slider. And so uh, Kapler, the manager, had a talk with him about it. this guy's got a great slider. So, uh, wow. I mean, he throws a hundred five mile an hour fastball, but he was missing. He was hitting. It was terrible, and he blew that save. That was like third save was blown in a week, and luckily they were able to come back in extra innings. But yeah. he's one of those we were talking about these young guys they come in, they just throw anything for an inning or so. Yeah, yeah uh, but he has about thirty two saves. This is like yeah, he's one yeah, yeah. one he's had a good year. And then <laughs> yeah. about three nights ago he lost a game against the Phillies where they he came in in the ninth with the lead, couldn't hold it. And then last night he couldn't get an out. Yeah, yeah, he was the, 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 the game the other night against the Phillies. That was a tough one because Trey Turner hit a line drive back at him and he deflected the ball into right. center field. If he, yeah. if, he didn't, if he didn't touch it, uh, a Giants win the game. Yeah. So, but that that ball was was roped. I mean, that was not yeah. like a soft liner. No, I know. Yeah. I know. I saw it. I happened to be watching it. But I mean, the Giants got a great. Bullpen, one of the best in, in the league. And uh, he just, he was a natural, uh, they picked him naturally uh, to close out games, but he's a baby. He's like maybe 22, 21. Yeah. So uh, they got to treat him with a little, little tender care. <laughs> Tommy John late next year. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you don't want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple of quickies, and we'll we'll call it a day. We did all baseball today, really. Um, did you hear that uh, Cuba is in the Little League World Series for the first time ever? I didn't know it was the first time ever. And one of their coaches is missing? Oh, right, right. I heard that. Uh, Jose Perez, one of their coaches, has been missing since last Saturday evening. So what, do they bring the team over for the first time? And this guy runs for uh, asylum. asylum. I haven't heard any follow up on that. Maybe some of you people, if you hear things, jot some things down and bring it up next week. Because I haven't heard. But I just read he's missing. Imagine that. Amazing. And the Mets are going to retire uh, Dwight Gooden and Daryl Strawberry. I saw that. Yeah. Isn't Pergozin missing too? Who? Pergozin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, some are saying he was on a plane, but others are saying we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. So I think it's good that Good and the Strawberry get yeah. it. I think they were next in line. Um, you guys agree? Sure. <laughs> uh, they, should, they should have been in the Hall of Fame. What was, what was this story? I saw this in the paper. And again, I, I, I tried finding it on, on the internet. And I didn't find a lot. It's a non-baseball baseball story. Michael Waka? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Who, who played the, uh, the Mets. Oh, and the Mets. 
Cardinals early in his career. Right, yeah. Last year, he's now a Padre. He oh. was okay. well, Hop had to have him make him sign for a speeding ticket he received. Evidently, he didn't stop. <laughs> Followed him to the oh, guy there, chased him down. I think it was pitching. <laughs> I think he came out on the field and made walk to sign his the ticket. Really? <laughs> now, I don't really? know. Is that because he wanted his autograph or it was a truth? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere. If anyone finds that story down the line, enlighten us along the way. We did talk a lot of baseball. We got to go to trivia now because the time is almost up here. All right. Okay. And uh, 538. We'll call it a day on that. We'll go, Milton, you go first. All right. In October 6, 1969, who pitched the Mets uh, pennant clinching victory? Was it Gary Gentry? Gary Gentry started. Mm. And then what happened? Mm-hmm. All right, what happened next was the first time a pitcher was ever taken out because of a foul ball. Rico Cardi was the batter and hit a home run that just went foul, and Gil Hodges came right out of the dugout and relieved them with a pitcher that pitched seven scoreless innings after. Who was that pitcher? Nolan Ryan. Yes, it was. Huh? Three hit ball, Nolan Ryan. Mm-hmm. Very good. What a Stop small him from move. trading him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Fred. Hey, who's the only player in the in the modern era of baseball from 1900 on to in his first two seasons have at least 20 homers and 30 steals? Oh boy. Wait, wait. Ronald Acuna. Yeah. No. That's what I was going to say. Mays. No, it is a guy. I'll give you a hint. It is a guy playing today. Happened this year. Somebody was a rookie last year. Wow. Hmm. He 30. Who's got 30 steals this year besides Acuna? Got 50. Well, it's a guy who's playing. Uh, I'll give you another hint. I'll give you another hint. I'll give you another hint. This guy's father played in the major leagues. The rookie Bichette? last year. Rookie last year. No, rookie last year is the second year this year. Not Guerrero. He's been there a few years. I'll give you another hint. He's playing for a terrible team. Oh, uh, is it Bobby Witt Jr.? Oh, it is. That's his yes, name. It is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Kansas City. Bobby Witt Jr. Bobby Witt Jr., Mark. Bobby Witt Jr. Yeah. Right. Terrible team is right. <laughs> Put him on a good team. He's an all star. Yeah. yeah. Who else has a question? Gerald? Gerald. Why was Ali Matson's NFL debut delayed? Because he was black? No. Because <laughs> he, was, he was in the military? No. Playing another sport? Sort of. The Olympics? Uh, Olympics? Yes. So that he could compete in the 1952 Olympics. He won a bronze medal in the men's 400-meter race and a gold medal as part of a relay, t- relay team. Listen to this. He was so great as a pass-catching halfback that the L.A. Rams traded nine players in right. 1959 to acquire him from Chicago. Yeah. Wow. Mm. God, the Cardinals. Interesting. Okay. 
Chicago Cardinals. Fred? Okay. Who are the only three players to have at least 50 home runs for both the Mets and the Cardinals? Joel Youngblood? No. No. Uh, (laughs) 50 home runs in a career? No, in in a career. (laughs) At least 50 home runs for the Mets and 50 home runs for the Cardinals. Jim Hickman? No. No. Uh, Bernard Gilkey? Bernard Gilkey is one. That was the one I thought everybody wouldn't get. Oh, wow. Right. Hernandez. Hernandez, right. Hernandez. Hernandez. One more. Got this one off the Met game over the weekend when they played the Cardinals. They used this question on the air. One more? One more. Um, This guy's played for a number of teams. Yeah. Wait. Hint. 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 Uh, This will be obvious. He was named a manager, but never managed a game. Oh, uh, Beltran. Oh, Beltran. Right. Carlos Beltran. Beltran. Yeah. Beltran. Ah. Yeah, sir, fact, Babe Ruth never hit a home run off a black man. Even in a barnstorming game? Even in a... That's what it says. Never, you know. He must have. They barnstormed for years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what did I say? What up? We've got a question. All right. Joe? What is the BT, B's and Bernice, T's and Teresa, dash five applicable to in the NFL? BT five. What? Starting in 1955. What is the BT five applicable to in the NFL starting in 1959? No one's moving on that one. All right, let me tell you. Yeah. Oh. BT five for bar tubular fifth version was football's first successful face mask. Oh. I know what I thought of that. Oh, wow. That's a stumper. <laughs> yep, yep. I got an easy one, Mark. Hey, one more. Oh, a couple more. We got to say goodbye. Come on. Go ahead. Go. Very, very easy. Many, many Baltimore Colts fans would say that the wisest expenditure the club ever made cost them 80 cents in 1956. And what did they spend the money on? Johnny Unitas. Johnny Unitas. Yes, the phone call is Pittsburgh to invite Johnny Unitas to join the team. Thank you, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Uh, Name the only franchise in Major League history never to win more than 100 games. So if they won 100, they've got to be more than 100. Only one team has never won more than 100 games. White Sox? White Sox is correct. Oh, wow. Very good. Really? Yes. Good guess. Maybe you heard it where I know. Uh, I, I just had a feeling. I right, one more question. Then we got to say goodbye because I'm getting hungry. All right, Fred. <laughs> hey, you know, everybody knows Babe Ruth hit 714 home runs. What's the significance of the number 714 in television history? <laughs> television. July 14th. Is that? No. Nah, no. Nah. Seven one four. That's the only right. 
The old TV series Dragnet, Jack Webb. Oh, huge no. Babe Ruth baseball fan. Yeah. So his badge yeah. number was seven fourteen at his request. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. That's right. Gentlemen, no. no. it's been a talk sports for you this week. Um, have a fabulous week. You too, Mark. That's Same to you, Mark. Night. Have a good week. And Jets a Saturday night. What? Giants what? Saturday. Yeah, six. Yeah, That's six. Saturday. Enjoy that, and uh, and we'll see everybody out here next next week. Yep. Right. All righty. Hey, Take care, everybody. Take care, guys. 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 Take care,